Welcome back to Elevate Radio. I'm your host, Summer the Season, and today we're going to be talking about battles. World War III is right around the corner, and I'm pretty sure we're living in a timeline that is going to be in someone's history book sometime in the future. So today, I want to spend some time talking about some battles that are probably going to be in that history book. Uh, they're not ordinary battles uh, pertaining to World War III. Uh, there's a lot of other little battles going on right now that I kind of want to talk about. There's some court battles, some entertainment battles, political battles, all of that. So we're going to get in that today. <clears throat> but before I do start today's episode, I do want to address um, a couple of things that I mentioned in the last podcast. I ended up uploading a couple of clips on TikTok of the pod, and some of the videos did pretty good. Some of them didn't. There was a couple of very ignorant comments that I got, and instead of like replying to them in time, I decided to wait till I thought a good response out and sat back in front of the camera. So, you know, <clears throat> that's what I'm going to do. I specifically said that men should not make excuses for putting their hands on a woman. And the first thing y'all did was make an excuse. And I find that very weird. You guys are fucking weirdos. Um, you know, there was a whole bunch of comments saying, well, if she puts her hands on me first, maybe we should keep our hands to ourselves. I hear all of that. But if I actually gave you the facts of how many men put their hands on women unprovoked, you wouldn't listen to me. So it doesn't matter if a woman puts their hands on you first or not. You're still going to do it. So, you know, thank you guys for responding in those comments, for letting me know that, you know, you think that it's okay. So, you know, thanks for putting the target on your back. But, yep, um, other than that, that's pretty much the only response that I, that I got that was really negative. I just found it very ignorant that men think that that's okay, especially for y'all to be the species that thinks that y'all are so much stronger than women. But for some reason, you can't control yourselves if some situation goes out of right. Lord forbid a woman put her hands on you. I don't know, man. It's just fucking weird. I don't. Th- I mean, of course, no one should put their hands on anybody, but the statistics are definitely showing that it's unprovoked, and I'm asking you to stop. So, you know, whatever. But, you know, that's all I have for there. We're going to get into some battles today. So other than that, we're going to go ahead and start the show. Elevate Radio. guys so one of the first things that i've saw in the news that was very interesting uh that there's a court battle going on in houston right now um where a texas judge is setting a trial date for a student suspension over his dreadlocks which is probably one of the dumbest things that i've heard um and so i want to say this is happening in the barber hills independent school district in houston uh, they're basically saying that this kid is uh, out of dress code by wearing his hair, uh, which is in a uh, dreadlock style. And um, it is currently going against the Crown Act that was just uh, voted in place, uh, signed in place by Greg, uh, 
Governor Greg Abbott. Hot Wheels. Um, and so, yeah, basically the Crown Act, which is a, a acronym for creating a respectful and open world for natural hair. It was a, a, a bill passed basically to say that um, people should not be discriminated against uh, at work for their hair. And, and work in school and places in general, they should not be discriminated for their hair. And this had took place, I want to say, last May. I want to say, yeah, last May. And so this year, uh, the beginning of the school year, this student, his name is Daryl George. And he's an 18-year-old student at this school. And he has been suspended since uh, the school year had started in August because of his hair, which directly violates the Crown Act, which is to say that uh, students should not be discriminated against because of their hair. But yet here he is. And so I find it very interesting for... I find it interesting for him to have to miss a lot of valuable time that he could be he could be spending in class learning. Um, but instead, they decide, hey, you have to go home. You can't be here because your hair is a distraction. Um, the superintendent of Barber's Barber Hills ISD, his name is Greg Poole. And. He said a couple of things that I found very interesting. Um, one of the things saying that he thinks Americans require conformity. Uh, so for the positive benefit of unity and, you know, searching a bigger part of yourself. And he also said that the Crown Act was allowed to. Was the Crown Act was meant in place for stuff like braids, locks and twists. And they're saying that he is basically violating the dress code because the the crown act is not uh the law never intended to allow unlimited student expression it's his direct words that's what he said specifically the law was never intended to allow unlimited student expression and that right there let me know everything that i needed to know about this situation uh as a as a former student of various charter schools i will say that the dress codes were something that was very important. They enforced the dress code a lot. I never understood why they wanted to do such a thing, but of course they did that stuff anyway. Um, most schools, I will say, they do have these dress codes for a couple of reasons. They say it instills discipline. It prevents uh, disruption, and they're trying to teach grooming habits uh, in other disciplinary forms and skills I guess and I just think that's really interesting for them to try to use that as the way to say that they're instilling discipline of us I honestly think that that being in high school and having to wear a uniform the way that I had to was probably my first encounter with fascism now I know that may sound extreme but the the rules that they had in place just never really made sense. Uh, you know, they had to check us for make sure we had belts on, make, make sure we had the right shoes on, all of that other stuff. It, 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 just, it was just a, a waste of time to me, to be honest. But some of the rules just never really made sense. And the more that I get older, the more I understand why the rules were set in place. And they were not set in place to instill discipline. They were not set in place to teach grooming habits. And they were not set in place to prevent distractions. One of the rules that my school had when it came to the dress code 
and this was probably the dumbest rule that I've ever fucking heard, was that we were not allowed to wear non-school-affiliated uh, jackets, especially during an, in the winter when it's cold outside. We were not allowed to wear our own jackets. We had to wear a jacket that was bought from the school store or that we purchased from the school that had anything related to the school. So if you come to school with a, a, a jacket, with a Nike jacket, they're taking it. They, if, if they didn't want anything non-school affiliated on us. To me, that was probably the biggest, the big, now that I look back at it, now that I'm old enough to look back at it, that was the dumbest rule that you guys could have taken place, the, the dumbest rule that you guys could have given us. I wish that I wasn't such a goody two-shoe at the time because I probably would not have followed that rule if I was uh, aware of just how fucking stupid it is. Um, I think that having dress codes are just a way to maintain control over children. I think having dress codes in school is a way to punish poor students because how are you building a, a school and you're saying that you're trying to instill discipline, prevent distractions, but some people can't even afford to buy the school uniforms. But then if you don't go to school with the school uniform, you know, you get you get punished for it. And so to me, it was just like, is you guys are teaching us. I don't know if you guys are noticing this with the school system, but you guys are preparing us for jail. I mean, I know that a lot of people say that now, but the more I look back, I'm like, no, you guys were really preparing us for that. And the fact that, especially if it was like during the winter and I was not allowed to wear a certain jacket because it wasn't school affiliated, no matter how cold it was, and for you guys to come around and take people's jackets, biggest slap in the face. To me, I, yeah, I, I would say that, yeah, that, that was my first encounter with, like, fascism. I, I remember having a, a friend in school who would wear, like, uh, she would get braids done, and she would wear uh, blue, like, extensions in her braids sometimes. And the principal would constantly come around and do dress code checks, and he would pull her out of class and tell her, hey, you can't have that hair. Your hair's a distraction. You're going to ISS. And it was just, to me, it was just such a waste of time. Because she has blue hair, you're telling me that she's not able to go to class and take a test like everybody else? Who's being distracted by that? And then when you think about half of the dress code violations that they try to give us, it's really punishing poor kids. If I can't afford a belt, how are you going to make me go sit in in-school suspension because I couldn't afford a belt? How about you provide me the belt? But y'all don't do that. Y'all send kids to ISS. And you wonder, well, why can't the kids read? Why can't the kids do this? Because y'all fucking punish us for being ourselves. I am an adult now. I'm 25 years old, and I will sit here and say that I don't have any sense of style because I have to wear a fucking uniforms my entire life. Now, I'm not going to sit here and just say that anybody who grows up and wears a uniform for their entire life doesn't have a sense of style. But on a personal level for me, I never... I never I never took the time to try to figure out what I liked to wear and what I didn't like to wear because I was so controlled about, about what I had to wear to school. So when the weekends came around, I just throw on a t-shirt and jeans. I never really cared too much about what I was wearing because I'm like, it doesn't matter. I have to wear whatever I'm supposed to wear for five days a week and only two days am I allowed to wear whatever I want to wear. So I never gave a fuck about 
the style that I have. And now that I'm an adult, I'm a 25-year-old woman, and I just wear T-shirts and jeans. And, you know, my parents, <laughs> you know, they'll look at me and they'll just say, well, you know, you dress you know, you dress young, you need to dress like an adult. And I'm like, I really don't, I don't know how I'm supposed to dress. I really don't know how I'm supposed to dress at all. It's, it's, it's hard because y'all told me what I was supposed to wear for most of my life. Now I'm here. I'm just like, I don't know what to fucking put on. And I feel like if I even try anything, you know, it doesn't help that I have anxiety and, you know, I don't try to take the time out to even experiment with that kind of stuff. But I feel like things would be, would have been a little different if I didn't have to go to school and wear a uniform. Uniforms are stupid. They're used to, to punish the poor students. You guys are using it for profit. You, the, the uniforms are very expensive. My parents had to pay hundreds of dollars just for uniform shirts when, you know, I understand that you you want to be able to set a standard for us as students, but I just I never thought that that was the way that you set the standard. To be honest, that's not a good standard to really set. I feel like that was my first encounter with fascism. But yeah, for for a country to have so many individual values, to have this sense of making sure that a person is their own, they're standing on their own. For you guys to make us all address the same, that was not it. And I hated it. And so um, I, in, the, in the end, I really hope that this kid is going to be allowed to, to attend school. I think you guys are wasting time by making him sit in in-school suspension when he could be learning. And then if he comes up that he's behind on, on whatever um, – subject that he's studying or whatever level he's supposed to be in because I mean he's 18 this is senior year it's his senior year y'all are taking his senior year away from him because he has dreads are you fucking for real and then if I say that it's fascism somebody's gonna say well it's not really fascism he can't go to school because of his hair that's it he cannot go to school and learn because of his hair and then I guarantee you that there's going to be people who are complaining, the same people complaining about how kids are not able to read and all of these other things are the same people who allowed that these rules to allow these rules to be taken place. Where are the fucking parents? All right. Where are the parents? Why? I, I don't know. You know, th this this whole situation just bothered me because I just have a problem with people telling people what they can and cannot do, especially if it's something that's not bothering anyone. This kid has dreads. That's nothing to send him to ISS for. That's nothing to give him a violation for. He's being himself. What it is, y'all don't like us being niggas. Y'all punish us for being niggas. And, you know, it's crazy how you'll sit here and talk to people about how there's really no kind of oppression against black people right now. But there is a black kid right now not allowed to go to fucking school because he has dreads so if you're sitting here and you're telling me that oppression does not exist in this country for black people look at this student who is not allowed to go to school because of his hair and if you can't see that as being oppression then you're already fucking lost you're a lost cause there's no sense of even talking to you that's ridiculous. I really hope that kid is able to, um, I hope he ends up able to 
spend the rest of his senior year with his classmates and learning. I hope he's able to go off to school and do whatever he wants to do and prosper in it because for you guys to fucking hold him back because of his hair, that's fucking ridiculous. I hate fucking Texas. Get me out of this shithole. We'll be right back. I was born. So, before I get into uh, another serious court battle that's going on right now, I'll take a break from that and spend some time talking about some more lighthearted things, even though it may not be the the best lighthearted things. Um, The first thing, (laughs) uh, my my Super Bowl prediction, I don't know what happened. I don't I don't know why I thought that. I don't know why I didn't think that the NFL would do that. I was I don't I I can't explain it. I don't know what happened. I was wrong. Uh we're getting the Chiefs, we're getting the 49ers at the Super Bowl. Uh at this point, I'm just rooting for the 49ers. I don't have anything else to say. Lamar Jackson really disappointed me. My heart is broken. I will. Uh, we will see. Let's go, Niners. Um, <laughs> and you know what else is interesting about the this year's Super Bowl? I didn't even realize it. The last time the 49ers and the Chiefs played against each other was in 2020, and that was the year that. Trump and Biden ended up going against each other in the presidential, the presidential, whatever it is at this point. What is it called? The presidential fucking, the presidential race? Yeah, Trump and Joe Biden were the two candidates in the president presidential race at that time. And here we are again, probably going to get that same thing. Um, I'm going to be a little superstitious here. Let's just say... I think if the 49ers, if the 49ers can beat, if the 49ers can beat the Chiefs, then that means Biden will beat Trump or Biden will beat whoever. I don't know. Yeah. Let me just say that. If the 49ers win, then Biden will win. Is that how that went? Because they, did they win it last time? No. Kansas City was Biden in that case, actually, now that I think about it. Kansas City was Biden because they won. So that means if Kansas City wins this time. All right, so I take that back. Superstition. All right, if Kansas City wins, that means Biden wins. Oh, I said I wanted the 49ers. I don't know. I don't have a fucking leg in this race, whatever. Um, Another interesting battle taking place right now especially in the entertainment battles 
this recently was Nicki Minaj in. We recently had uh, Nicki Minaj. Uh, Nicki, uh, Nicki Minaj. Have you seen that video? Um, <laughs> Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion. That beef. Um, I don't have anything to add to that that I've seen other people already saying. I mean, Megan Thee Stallion. That was that was amazing. I thought the song was really good. Um, I. I, I will say I didn't even catch on to all of the disses until I got onto social media. So I guess that's the cool part of ha- about having social media. Because if I would just, I think if I just heard that song, I'd be like, oh yeah, she's throwing shots. But like, I never thought about it directly. I'm not really too uh, into what's going on right now in hip hop. So I had no idea who she was actually talking about until I got on Twitter. I mean, not Twitter until I got on TikTok and everybody was talking about it. I was like, oh, you know, that's weird. Um. I would say the whole thing is kind of weird that Nicki Minaj is kind of like using the whole shooting situation as a comeback for like Megan saying that, you know, y'all can't take y'all. He's not allowed to take your kid to school. That's what she said. She said, you're you're not allowed to take your kid to school. And then Nicki came in and said, well, bitch, you got shot. And to me, that's just kind of weird. Um, I don't know why she did that. The whole... Instagram rant stuff was really weird and then 20 tweeting out all of that stuff. I thought that was weird. The 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 part that bothered me the most about this whole situation isn't even the situation between Meg and Nikki because you know that's this situation on its own. I'm not even too familiar about even why that's even happening. But what I will say is the response from the barbs, I'll say is something very interesting. There was a lot of creators on TikTok that I specifically that I follow that were getting docs because they were just giving their opinion on the situation. And I thought that was really weird. Um, this is another one of those situations where the energy and the passion that the people have really bothers me because I really think that you could spend that energy and that passion doing some good to the world. You know, you guys are out there doxing people who said that, you know, Nikki needs help and all that other shit. And they're right. But what do you gain by doxing them? Like, okay, let's say, let's say, let's say I said something about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Let me say it. Uh, Nicki Minaj is a coon, coon ass bitch, right? There I go. I said it. I said something about Nicki Minaj. Let's say now you come after me. You, you dox me. You put my information out on the internet. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Like, am I supposed to change my mind about the situation? Like, am I supposed to be like, damn, maybe I should stand Nikki? Like, is that what you want out of the situation? I really don't understand what you get out of that. Um, other than, like, um, charges. You bitches are going to jail, to be honest. I don't know why you guys are doxing people. I also saw, I don't know if this is real because I didn't look into it too much, but I also saw that there is a there was potentially someone vandalizing Meg's Megan the Stallion's mother's grave. And I'm like, all right, you bitches are taking it way too far at this point. Way too far. Especially for someone who doesn't care about you. For someone like Nicki Minaj, who who hasn't done anything to the community, who she hasn't done anything for the community. Let's say she even let's say, let's say she has. Her husband is still a pedophile, so it doesn't fucking matter. This woman is rich. She don't give a fuck. About any of y'all? <coughs> Sorry. This woman is rich. 
She's on drugs. She's surrounded by yes men. She could care less about you guys. The only reason why she cares about you, you barbs, is because she's able to use you guys. That's 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 the only thing that she she cares about. She she's using y'all, and y'all are falling for it. I mean, I never, I don't understand. She wouldn't even look at you if she was to walk past you. She wouldn't even look at you. What is the saying that people say? That, oh, they wouldn't even piss piss a fire out to save you. She wouldn't do anything. The bitch is walking away. I don't think she cares about you guys. And for you guys to have all this energy for someone who doesn't care, like you guys are doxing people. How about use that those those skills for like some good, right? For example, you barbs are out here doxing creators making opinion videos about whatever's going on how about you dox some people who can get some stuff done like maybe their job position rhymes with miniature or like smongris or like bdo or something you know those are people that you should be doxing those people deserve to be doxed how about you use your doxing abilities to call for a fucking ceasefire how about you fucking do that? Y'all don't do anything with, the, with these powers that you fucking have. I mean, I, if I knew how to fucking dox people, which I don't, if I knew how to dox people, you think I would be sitting here doxing people that have different opinions than me? Or am I going to go sit there and dox people who are probably going to be terrified that I'm doing it and going to actually make a change about some shit? Because you doxing people over opinion like Nicki Minaj is just not in anymore? That's the dumbest shit that you could possibly do. No one's changing their mind about that shit. Use the good that you have learned, which is doxing. I'm not going to say that all doxing is bad because there are some situations where I'm like, yeah, y'all can dox that person. I wouldn't give a fuck. But y'all are doxing innocent people. All they said was, hey, Nicki Minaj is just, you know, she's. Hey, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, Nikki, and I just don't think that what you're doing is right. And you dox them? Hey, Nikki, I love Pink Friday too, but I feel like right now maybe you, it's, it's time for you to put the phone down and you dox them. That's insane. I found that to be very weird. I think you guys should definitely use that energy that you have for something useful. If you're going to have a pen... And a, <clears throat> so... <clears throat> Let me end it with this, Barb's. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna be doxing people over having an opinion about Nicki Minaj, then I want you guys to listen to me very closely. Nicki Minaj is a coon ass rich woman who does not give a fuck about you, and she never will. So if you're gonna come after people for saying things about her, Come after me, come after me, and use this message that the, the message, the videos that you guys been using for people to dox people. This is the video that I want you guys to use to dox me. Call for a fucking ceasefire. Call for a fucking ceasefire. Use the power for good. If not, you're just a fucking loser behind the fucking keyboard. So are you going to be a hero or are you going to be a fucking loser behind the keyboard? You decide. The choice is yours. Gonna take another break. Elevate radio. Making all Kelly go viral. Hey, I'm sexy as fucking. I'm freaky. Get whoever I want any meanie. Why the fuck would I stay with a nigga that's weak and the sheets and don't know how to please me? Bodies on bodies on bodies on bodies. Say he fuck making it now he the topic. These niggas thinking they lower the value. All 
the street, promo, I'm turning to profit. Hey, when a nigga be kissing the teller, say he'll play up behind his feelings. Bet I won't give up the pussy again. Shit, shit, shit. Hey, to his friend. These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. I don't really know what the problem is, but I guarantee y'all don't want me start. Bitch, you a pussy. Never finna check me. Every chance you get, bitch, your weak ass wanna dress me. Bitches swear they cheat. All right, so unlike my Super Bowl predictions, this next court case is something that I have predicted since I was a young girl. And that case could be the current lawsuit right now uh, against Vince McMahon for sexual assault and uh, sex trafficking. In in the case of this, I'm not going to use the word alleged in none of this because... I know I know he's guilty. I don't have to sit here and say alleged. I know that that man is guilty. He did all of that stuff that he is accused of. Um, this is one another topic that I feel like everyone has said all of the opinions that could possibly be... Everyone has said all the opinions that could have possibly been said already, right? So, for me, the only thing that I could really add to this conversation is the fact that I was seeing a lot of people come out in defense of Vince, Vince McMahon, and I just thought that was very, very weird. Um, of course, with every situation like this, people are going to come out and defend the accused. And, you know, recently there has been a lot of uh, cases where that has been happening. Um, but now all of a sudden... Now, all of a sudden, people are, like, surprised about what's going on, uh, especially when it's people that we've always been, like, making jokes or having, like, inside things about. Um, take Diddy, for example. We have have been making jokes about Diddy's behavior for a very long time. People were saying, oh, Diddy killed Biggie, Diddy did this, Diddy steals money, all of this stuff. We all we all heard these things about Diddy. We made these jokes about Diddy for a very long time. There's even compilations of Diddy's behaviors. There's compilations of of interviews of people talking about encounters that they've had with Diddy. So there was a lot of stuff floating around about Diddy before the stuff even came out about him, right? Then the stuff came out, and I found it very weird that people were all of a sudden acting like they had never heard these things about this man like what like we we all knew the jokes about it we all knew that oh diddy likes to have parties all that other shit we were making jokes about that for years and then it finally comes out that hey this shit might be true and y'all came out and said they trying to tear a black man down what the fuck what the fuck like, we've been sitting here seeing him do all this shit for years. We've heard the stories. And now then it comes out when someone's going to actually do something about it. Now people are like, well, we don't know just yet. Get the fuck out of here. And so now the same thing is happening with Vince McMahon. But I feel like in the case with Vince McMahon, there's like even more evidence for it. Like, if there's compilations of Diddy and his actions, then there can be movies like tons of movies in general that could be made just off of Vince McMahon's actions alone on screen, on screen. And I understand that in a court of law that you can't use stuff like uh, Vince McMahon's on screen actions against him in the court of law. But all of his on screen actions let me know that all of the off screen actions were true. I don't know why people are really surprised 
by these actions all of a sudden when we all knew that, hey, Vince is kind of weird. And so if you're not aware with the situation with Vince, he, he um, <clears throat> a, for, a, formal, a former employee had filed a lawsuit and said that him, him and a couple of other executives were force, forcing him to be, you know, sexually explicit with them. Um, and Vince also uh, shared pictures of, of this woman. There's text messages of him saying very uh, interesting things about uh, black people. There's also... Um, I want to say that in the in this case, there's also like a claim that Vince Vince shitted on her, and to me, I'm like, okay, all of this stuff we saw him do. So how are we gonna sit here and say that he didn't do it? All three of them, right? All right, let's take the situation uh, with his relationship with women. There's one, there's several storylines with Vince and women that you could point to, but the one that I saw personally that I'm like, yeah, that man is guilty. The whole Trish Stratus. Uh, the whole Trish Stratus saga that was going on. I really don't even remember what was going on in that storyline. All I remember the, the bits and pieces was that Vince was basically messing around with Trish in this storyline. Vince was messing around with Trish and like, he was like kissing Trish in front of his wife. And like, I saw Trish was like barking like a dog in the ring. There was a whole bunch of weird shit going on with that. So then when I see this lawsuit, I'm like, all right, yeah, he's guilty. Cause he's done all of this shit. Look at the, the case with him saying that, you know, this in, in the text message, it was alleged that this lady had said stuff about, no, he didn't, she didn't say this stuff. It was alleged that Vince had texted this one, texted this woman and was saying things like, you know, you you need three black dicks in your in you. So we all know that Vince is racist, right? And like you can't deny it. Like the whole the whole segment with John Cena, keep it up, my nigga, that whole thing right there, that lets me know that that man is racist. So how can we see these these text messages, his private text messages? Look at that. See the on screen behavior that he has put on, and then still think, well, you know, we don't really know. You know, we don't really know about that even with the shit stuff it's alleged that he liked to take shits on this woman right i could have sworn that there was a segment where vince got shitted on with kenny dykstra and and dolph ziggler i want to say dx poured shit on the mcmahon's and the spirit squad and now here we got a story where oh Vince likes taking shit on people. That nigga did it. And so for y'all to sit here and just be like, oh, well, we really don't know what, what could be really going on with that is fucking insane. This man has so much evidence against him in ring, in ring, to show that, hey, he's not a good guy. This man is not a good guy. The stuff that we saw, we, we laughed, you know, we all, we all made our jokes for so long. Hi, Vince is racist. Hi, Vince is sexist. And now here's information coming out that behind closed doors that this man is really about that life. And now people want to act like we ain't see that shit. What the fuck? Are you fucking for real? This is, this is why media literacy is very important because it doesn't take a lot to see all of that and know that that man is guilty of that stuff. That's why, that's exactly why I decided to not even say alleged because I'm like, all right, all of the stuff that he's being accused of outside of the ring, 
he put on camera. The only thing that I could really say in this in in this case that I hope to happen to Vince, I I really hope that they do use his his on screen actions against him in court, like they do uh, they use rappers' lyrics against them in court. I want the the same thing to happen there, you know. Make sure that the y'all using the stuff that he that he wrote. They'll be different if if somebody else wrote this this shit. This man is the head nigga in charge. He wrote those storylines. It's not like somebody told him to go do that. He wrote it. Y'all can use that as evidence in the court of law. I don't know if you can, but I feel like you should. If you guys are using rappers' lyrics against them, that may or may not even be true. We know that half of these rappers be out here capping. Why can't we use the same thing for Vince McMahon? You should. I hope they do. Because it's like there's no way to say that this man is not guilty of these things. Absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, I just really hope that... Um, I really hope that more people come out with that situation. Because it, it was said that uh, in the documents that other superstars or not even just superstars, but other WWE employees in general were aware of the situation. And, you know, I, I feel like if 2024 is the year of truth, the, the year of, you know, everything coming to light, then I feel like we're finna get a whole reset when it comes to a lot of different, uh, a lot of different companies, a lot of different um, groups, everyone, a, a lot of, a lot of sweeping is about to be done. And, you know, I really hope that they get that under control. I really want to get back into wrestling this year. Um, I was kind of I was kind of iffy about it because I knew that, you know, Vince McMahon still kind of had a little hand in it. But then another thing that people don't really realize about with that is that, you know, Vince McMahon is not like the end all be all of wrestling. There's so many other wrestling promotions out there that are doing good. It's not the end of um the WWE, I don't see it affecting the WWE in any way. I mean, Slim Jim, Slim Jim pulled their um, partnership with them, but as soon as Vince stepped down, they were right back. So, you know, I feel like there, there's no harm going to really happen to them on that end. But I will say that the situation, um, that, that situation is something that I saw coming a long time ago. And... You know, I just I think it's time to 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 see Vince McMahon finally uh, hang up the boots. You know, it's it's time to retire, man. It's time to it's time it's time to go to jail. To be honest, it's time for that nigga to serve time for all of his crimes. You know, but hey, we're gonna take one more break and uh, we're gonna wrap up the show. Elevate Radio. I'm steady trying to find the motive. Why do what I do? And freedom ain't getting no closer. No matter how far I go, my car is stolen. Stolen. No registration. Registration. Cops patrolling. Patrolling. And now they don't stop me and I get locked up. They won't let me out. They won't let me out. Okay, so. I thought this episode was a good segue into the next episode that I want to do, which is talking about the separation of the art and the artists. Um, when you look at when you look at situations going on right now with like Diddy or a Nikki or a Vince McMahon, these are all people who are like 
legends in their own right. Um, they're, they made impacts that cannot be denied culturally. But I want us to get to a point where we can still acknowledge people's accomplishments without having to support them. Because in this case, with uh, all three people, Diddy, Nicki Minaj, and Vince McMahon, we all know that, hey, these people are not the greatest people in the world. And we should do something about it. But anytime somebody wants to actually do something about um, holding people accountable, people want to bring up their accomplishments as if that is supposed to exhume them from any kind of punishment. You know, people are constantly saying, well, you know, well, they did this or they did that. So, you know, it's okay. And it's not, it's really not okay. I think that there's a way for you to acknowledge that, hey, this person had made amazing contributions to this and this. But when it comes to one thing, when it comes to them as a human being, they're just not a good person. And it's, it's okay. I feel like we should start being okay with just saying, hey, this person has done a, a lot for this. This person has done a lot for music. This person has done a lot for wrestling. This person has done a lot for rap. This person has done a lot for black people. This person has done a lot for women, whatever. But they are not a good person still. And we're going to have to get to that point. The, the conversation is always around separating the art from the artist when that really is just subjective. The real conversation needs to be acknowledgement versus support because for people to continue to support people like Vince McMahon and Diddy and Nicki Minaj when we know that they're not good people all you're doing is continuing the cycle and in order for us to stop the cycle we have to hold these people accountable and you know I it's gonna hurt it's it's gonna hurt and I feel like People are so afraid of losing out on their favorite, feeling like, well, if you know, if Vince McMahon did this, I can't watch wrestling anymore. And it's like, no, no one's not, no one's saying that. You can continue to watch wrestling. You can continue to listen to Nicki Minaj's old music. But the problem is, is when you continue to support them, when you continue to defend them in cases, when you continue to, you know, make it seem like the things that they're doing are okay. That is where the problem lies. And I feel like that's something that we definitely need to change in this world. And 2024 is probably going to be the beginning of those changes being made. And boy, I cannot wait. But other than that, that's all I have for this episode. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Um, Yeah, next week, I'm definitely going to be trying to talk about the separating the art versus the artist because I feel like that's a very important conversation. I've talked about it before, but I've changed my mind the more time has gone on and I see more and more artists do fucked up things regardless of what art that they're doing. And so, you know, um, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about next week. I hope you guys are having a great day. Barbs, if you're listening, fucking call for a ceasefire, bitch. Stop being a fucking loser. Ho, fuck, do some good, damn, you know, f- fucking losers, that's all I got, Elevate Radio.